Hi everyone, I'm Mario Selenas. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo Origin Gates Daily Podcast. What a joy it is for me to be sharing with you again. Uh, thank you for listening to us every day. Thank you for tuning in from the nations. Uh, at this point, we know that more than 70 nations are listening in on what we're doing and also uh, over 25,000 people, which is awesome. And I welcome all of you and honor you and your nations and your governments and your households and your tribes. And may all the work of your hands prosper even during the duration of this talk with you today. I'd like to take you with me for today's story, if you would. I always share a story uh, at Wisdom's Echo. And I'd like to take you with me to this one moment in my travels that is one that I experience very, very often and uh, one that evokes similar feelings and thoughts. I've been processing this for a very long time now, for many years during my travels. And I'd like to bring you with me to this moment and set up to share something with you from the scriptures that I believe can be very relevant and very significant in what we're facing in the world today. The moment I want to bring you to is this moment when you are on the plane, perhaps seated by a window where you can look out and see the surroundings, and you are ready to take off. You are on the runway, and the plane has taxied there, going through various uh, turns and twists and so on in the airport, and it takes about 15 to 20 minutes if there's not a lot of traffic to get from the gate to that point where you're going to take off and uh, while you're seated there you look out the window and you can see there are several airports in the world where i experience i experience what i'm describing to you right now where you can see the the very road that led to the airport and you were on that road in a car in a taxi somebody was driving you there uh, maybe you had a rental car and you had to turn it in, but you were on that very road that you can now see from your seat in the airplane a few hours ago on your way to the airport. <clears throat> and it's so close, and yet it's so far away. And what I mean by that is there is a huge difference in your position on the plane ready to take off and go up into the air and be transported internationally or nationally, whatever your travel uh, plan is. It, there's a huge difference from that to being in a car not having yet arrived at the airport. Because if you travel, you know that that fence that separates the cars from the planes is not just a fence of, of uh, it's not just a fence that keeps you out, but it's also this in, incredible process and procedure and protocol that is required for someone to go from being a passenger in a car to being a passenger on the plane that you are now looking out of at the cars on the road. So I hope you can uh, imagine this with me and picture it. I, it happens to me. These are the, these are the airports that I remember this the most. It's in uh, at LAX in LA in Atlanta, the airport in Atlanta. I can see the highway from there. JFK in New York, especially when I have an afternoon. Uh, early evening flight and I can see the lights of all the cars many times in a jam on their way to the airport as we are ready to take off and then uh, even the local airport that I usually fly out of Hartford in, in it's called Bradley International Airport in Hartford Connecticut uh, just as we're about to take off I can usually see the very road that I 
drove down to park my car and then take the shuttle to go to the airport to eventually board the flight. And so in that moment, when you're looking out that window, I've thought about this so many times. Uh, I've thought about it on the other side when I'm in the car looking at the airplane that's about to take off. That's the same airline that I'm going to be on in a few hours. And I, sometimes I'm envious of those people in the plane because they've already walked through all the processes that I'm about to engage with, which is, you know, getting to the airport, getting your luggage out of whatever vehicle got you there, then going up to the counter and talking to the attendant and hoping to get a good seat and all that and weighing your luggage and hoping that you're within the, the limits and then going through security and waiting in line to go through the checkpoint and taking your shoes off if you're an American and are flying American flights and maybe not if you're not, but um, going through the security and making sure that hoping that you didn't somehow forget some kind of big liquid thing in your, in your or, or a pocket knife. In my case, I've, I think I've lost 12 of them this way when I forgot them in my carry-on and I had to surrender them to the agent there because I forgot that um, I forgot to take them out before I traveled. So you hope that everything goes well and then you go through and then you have to put your belt back on and get your stuff all together, make sure you have everything. And then you have to meander around the airport for a couple hours. It, maybe you're in a lounge, maybe you're in a, a gate uh, waiting area, maybe make sure your electronics are charged. And there's all this procedure a lot of which involves waiting, a lot of which develops character actually, because there's gotta be patience and submission to authorities and, and following instructions and, and directions about how to go through the lines and how to check your, your bags and how to go through all these different things that I described. And then, and then you come to the gate and there's more waiting time, right? And you're waiting for the gate to open. And I don't know how you are, but I, Danielle would tell you that I, I want to be the first person on the plane. So I will position myself so that when my lane opens to board, I will be the first person on. Which means 20 minutes before they open that, I'm going to be by the spot where I'm going to be entering from. And that means I'm going to be standing for a while. And if there's a delay, you're going to be standing for a longer while. So there's a lot of waiting, there's a lot of process, there's a lot of procedure on this side of the tarmac, if you would. But then once you go through the gate and you enter and board that plane, you have now walked through all these processes and you are now prepared to be taken up where you can have a completely different perspective of that world that you just left to get to that perspective. What I'm talking about is you're gonna see the very road, the very street, the very highway that you took to get to the airport with all the jams and the cars backed up just like they were when you were in those cars. Now you're gonna see them from up there. You're gonna see them from a thousand feet. You're gonna see them from 3000 feet maybe if the plane takes a turn. You might even see them from 5000 feet. And then of course you're gonna keep going so you won't be able to see it anymore, but you are now free from that jam. And the reason I'm sharing all this is because it's so easy to get tangled up in the things of this world and the matters that surround us, the things that are so prevalent in the media, the things that the media dangles in front of us as the big issue of the day. And it's so easy to make that 
uh, what becomes our prophetic landscape and make that what becomes our analysis landscape. Make that what creates our reality instead of keeping our perspective uh, on the other side of the veil, beyond the veil into the heavenly realm and looking at things from God's perspective. And it's so important that we follow this verse. I'm going to give you a very simple verse, one that I believe is easy to commit to memory even. It's Colossians 3.2, which simply says this, Set your mind on things above and not on the things on the earth. It's so simple, right? Set your things on, set your mind on the things above and not the things on the earth. And when you are in that plane, let me tell you, I've been in it hundreds of times. I had 250 flights logged on my last passport that I turned in. And that's what got stamped. That doesn't even count the flights that I was on where I didn't get a stamp because it was Schengen or whatever within Europe and so on. So we're talking at least another 50 flights during that 10 year period. So we're talking 300 flights. Uh, it, that's a lot of flights. And uh, that's a lot of flights just for that passport. And I've been doing a lot of it since then. Of course, now we're grounded because of COVID, which is actually a very welcome break for those of us that have traveled so much over the last few years. But I will tell you that when I am in that position, I'm seated in that seat. I'm about to take off and be up in the air, heading to my destination, heading to my assignment. And especially when I'm heading home, the last thing I would want is to be back in that car, in that traffic jam, entangled on a, on a highway in the things of this earth. What I'm saying is traffic jam in this particular uh, metaphor that I'm presenting to you is like the societal and geopolitical webs that we can so easily get entangled in if we don't walk through the process and through the procedure out of heaven to obtain continually a heavenly perspective. God wants you and me to set our hearts on Him and our eyes on Him, to focus on His Word and what it says, to let His reality set our reality, to let what emanates out of His heart set for us what our heart will desire and what our intent will push us towards. Not what the media says, not what our neighbor thinks, not rumors, not all the things that so easily trap us into a web of limitation, into deceit, into disillusionment and even despair. When you look at what is presented to us from the angle that it's presented to us, you need to understand something. If you are given to the media to listen to news programs, listen, those things are pitched to you in a way that makes you want to listen for more, which means they can sell more ads, which means, listen, this is big business. And if you are in the media business, I bless you. I am not coming against that business, but I want to expose something that a lot of the things that are dangled in front of us, like the carrots we're supposed to run after, are not what are going to frame our reality. Our reality comes out of our identity 
identity as a son who walks in the ways of our God. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths, David the psalmist cried in Psalm 25. And show me the way that I should walk. And see if there's any wicked way in me. And point me in the way everlasting. Let me tell you that way everlasting is never in the traffic jam on the way to the airport. That way everlasting can only be seen when you have a perspective that is from above. And so you have a seat in that plane. You are by a window where you have a broad view available to you once the plane goes up. Why would you ever want to backtrack and go through the side gate and go back into the jam? But that's what a lot of people are doing. They surrender their heavenly perspective for a moment of influence among others who are complainers or, or who are like the children of Israel going around in circles around the mountain, the same mountain over and over again. Listen, we are of a different spirit like Caleb. When we see giants, that is our activation into the warrior that we were made to be, to believe that we can conquer those cities that are fortified on the hills. When we see impossibility, we gravitate towards it instead of running away from it. We are God's children. We are sons who are empowered by the Holy Spirit for such a time as this. And we will not surrender that position that is high above. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We will not surrender that for some worldly perspective that will only last for a few moments or a few days at best. And then they will shift to something else. Don't be jerked around by earthly mindsets and perspectives and be jolted out of that eternal mindset and worldview that we have because of our faith in Christ and our walk in Him. I bless you today to be empowered by the Holy Spirit, to walk even in the, in the Romans 12. Be not, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. May that be your portion today. And may that be what emanates in your life and from your life as you maintain the perspective that is from above. Hallelujah. Blessings on all that you are, on what you are becoming, and on all that you have your hands on. From Connecticut, USA, Shalom.